Welcome to Purposeful Journeys. My name is Christina Foxwell and today I'm joined by Amanda Bass. I have the great privilege of spending some time with you and we've probably worked together for about a year now we have. in some high performance pieces and I'm thrilled to have you on today's program. So welcome. Thank you for, for having me and I'm looking forward to the experience. <laughs> it is an experience, <laughs> is. so welcome. <laughs> so I suppose kicking it off, your role as a leader, there's sometimes joys and there's sometimes challenges. Why don't we start with some of the challenging things um, in an ever-changing environment? Yeah, and I look, we're always going to face different challenges. Um, mm. I think in this leadership role with News Corp, um, you know, we're going through one of the largest company transformations um, mm. in in the history of. Mm. Um, you know, with that comes a lot of. Um, you know, challenges in respect to um, the human element mm. where people adapt to change quite differently. Mm. As a woman in leadership, but you are a high-performing leader. You know, mm. you, you, you've worked hard. I've watched you over the last 12 months. You've gathered your people. You've focused on the goal. You've considered agility. What are some of the things you find has mm. been joyous? It's easy for me because the joy comes back to the people. Mm. Um, that I, I'm able to lead every day yes. um, and the team, the leadership team I'm able to be a part of. Mm. Um, so the, the biggest area of joy for me is watching my guys develop, um, mm. setting that clear pathway to success and watching them embrace that, um, ensuring that the environment around them is always as stable as it can be. Um, so that's probably the, the core part for my team. When I look at my position within the leadership team, it's the joy part is around us connecting on deeper mm. levels and mm. then sharing um, our skills and strengths and learning from each other to mm. you know, become even greater. So you and I both know as a strong bunch of dominant leaders, because God, I love your, your business and your team. Sometimes asking for help isn't easy. Uh, what do you think is the, is the key thing? When would mm. I ask for help? I mean, how do I how do I get myself to that point where I'll ask for help from mm. my peers? And asking for help when you're going through a transformation can often be even more challenging. It's hard. Um, particularly when you're in new roles and mm. new teams because, you know, there's that vulnerability piece where uh, do you want to put your hand up and expose yourself um, mm. because you may not know something. True. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the core part is trust, I think. Mm. Trust and getting mm. to know people, True. letting them in, mm. um, and working more closely on certain projects, you know, I think so we can really see the essence of each other. Yeah, and I mean, I've taken your team on some crazy rides, haven't mm. I? I remember sitting in Warringah Mall and we did a beautiful vulnerability activity, and it was because as you go through forming as a new team, it's not always easy to form, mm. because you need to know the stories that formed, you need to see past the person that sometimes you judge because mm. that's human mm -hmm. and we've probably got to stop doing that mm. but you know that's kind of dealing with the day to day and I'll talk about judgment maybe later mm -hmm. but it's about love and care. I mean that's not easy. So we know there's joys um, and also challenges. So what are maybe two challenges you had to overcome as you were leading your team through this transition piece mm -hmm. over the last 12 months? I think the, the two main challenges are understanding the process so it's kind of like people and process almost mm. um, so understanding why as a business we're going through this transition mm. and really understanding and embracing what the the end goal is or that mm. you know that end result that we're looking for 
Um, then on the people side, it's what motivates them and inspires them. Have mm. we got the right people? Are mm. they the right fit mm. for this journey that we're going on? Mm-hmm. And um, have I got what they need and I need in place? You know, so again, that stability, um, mm. trying to block out the noise to allow them to do the job, um, you know, that they're employed to do and that they can be completely motivated and inspired every day um, and enjoy, enjoy the transition and journey. When we have happier people, we've got more focus and passion to what they do, don't we? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, every day people are going to come in with um, different challenges totally. or, um, you know, uh, areas where they're not so happy in or, you know, frustrations and all these sorts of things. But mm. it's about listening, you know, if you can listen and empathise. Um, and sometimes that's all it takes. It is. Um, but other times, you know, you need to maybe reset the path for them yeah. and um, and then you know just ensure that they're, they're going in the right direction yeah and that guidance and clarity talk to me about love for my people if I had to say Amanda because uh, I actually think you really love your people what does that look like for you mm. I think when I look at my team uh, we're a kind of blended type team some mm-hmm. have been uh, with me mm-hmm. um, or within the SME business for, for many years. Mm-hmm. And then we've brought new people on with different skills and capabilities. And it's about having that mix um, and that right blend. Mm-hmm. What that transpires in then too is a really beautiful environment that, mm-hmm. that can grow and flourish. Culture is everything within a team. Mm-hmm. You know, and that culture to stretch each other, you know, to drive to, to whatever we're trying to achieve, um, to enjoy the beautiful moments, you know, yes. and learn from the challenging ones. Yeah. I love that because sometimes I think, and I was going to ask you about celebrating, Mm. because sometimes as strong, dominant sales leaders, we see the goal at the end of the line as our measure of the only success. Mm. You know, you and I have spent some time over the last 12 months talking about that. Uh, How would we celebrate going through the process? Because sometimes to wait till the end is too late. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just celebrating those moments as they happen, and it can be the smallest of things. Mm. Uh, you know, and I think sales teams or advertising teams celebrate in different ways. Yes. But again, it's that nucleus. Mm. Um, you know, it's coming together when we need to, um, you know, execute a project. It's yes. coming together at the end when we've achieved that. Yes. So it's even just sharing time, you know, yes. and, and, and having a conversation or a constructive conversation around that moment. Of course, you know, if there's wonderful wins along the way, we celebrate those again. Mm. Um, you know, you challenge because often your team isn't together. Um, no. in the one environment you know you may only come together once or twice a week yes. so it's really around capitalizing on that time that you spend with them as well and then checking in you know, mm. when we're not together because you're pretty hands-on very hands-on mm. yeah and I think can I caption it you lead fiercely with great passion is that about right you yeah, know that would be right yeah mm. and uh, hands-on because I think that's that leading by example part mm. um, and leading by example for me is understanding um, if we're all working towards that common goal, um, mm. there's no better uh, than the leader to know what it's actually like in mm. market or mm. executing those projects, whatever it is. If your team members can see you do that very well, mm. um, it earns that trust, um, it earns mm. that respect. Mm. What it also allows me to do is to be able to coach and develop them in yeah. the right way. Yeah, and you spend a lot of time doing that. I do. So how about I say, if you had to stand here with me and say you were on my side of the fence at Ignite Purpose and we reviewed the organisation 
and especially your specific space over the last 12 months and just from your perspective if other organizations are going through this what should sales directors and sales mm. leaders look out for mm. what are some of the things that are the watch outs you can you can change it in time if you know it's there what are yeah. some of those yeah it's a good question um so i, I don't know if you know it's a, if it's about watch outs okay. um but things that are would be important to me and yes. or that i would advise on yes. are you've got to have the right leader number one you've got to have somebody who's inspiring um, yes. and that has the skills and capabilities. Yes. Then you've got to have the right team members. Yeah. Um, and often you don't. So, no. you know, what does then that look like from a yes. recruitment perspective? And your existing team members will thank you for, mm. for, you know, making sure you've got the right mix so then you can achieve that, that overall success. Um, I think very importantly, I think you need to be agile. Mm. Um, I think you need to understand again where that, that end goal is. The what and the why. And the what and the mm. why, yeah. Um, the clear pathway. I mean, mm. I talk about this a lot, but mm. that consistent message and clear pathway and continually checking back in and measuring to that. It's true. What do you think the fears are that paralyse leaders? Um, <laughs> the fears that paralyse leaders? Mm. It's a big question. Right? It's, it's, it's a really big question. It's a really big question because I think the fear can just come from within. Mm. Um, maybe, I mean, I always talk about things like you can only be the best version of yourself if you really know who you are. Oh, beautiful. Um, and so sometimes that fear can be from not knowing that, yes. not knowing your place within a leadership team, for example. Yeah, your seat at the table. Yeah, mm. your seat at the table. Um, so it comes, you need security, you need trust, mm. um, but you need to believe in yourself. And so there's that ongoing journey of continuing to upskill yourself, mm. uh, make sure you're relevant at the right time. Not so a company can choose where you go next, but where you can choose Ooh, is your I path. Because like mm. choice is important. Um, if I say growth, what does that mean to you? Mm. Growth, well, in a number of different ways. Yeah. Um, growth is almost a measurement in yeah. a strange way for me. Yeah. So change brings growth. If you can say three things that you can identify as your greatest moments of growth over the last 12 months, what are they? I think understanding my place within the leadership team and the organisation and with that, the opportunity that is there. Mm. I'll move away from the workplace and mention life experiences, um, certain things and events have allowed me to grow as a person, yes. um, which has allowed me to adapt certain learnings to my professional space, mm -hmm. which I'm very grateful for. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes back to that whole people side. Um, so they're the two. The hardest one mm -hmm. is probably the life experiences, working through that, because from that, um, there's been, you know, a lot of sort of, um, not soul searching, but you, you really start to ask 
certain questions of yourself, you know, as, as you mature. Yes, yes, you do. And, you know, <laughs> as you, you, may go through, <laughs> you may go through certain challenges yeah. and you go, why am I here? What am I learning from that? Why is that What's occur? the purpose? Yeah. And then, of course, there's magical moments and you yeah. think, why have they happened and how can I uh, harness that yes. um, and live in more of that space? Yeah. That's beautiful. Yesterday I shared with some of the leaders in the business um, the research around happiness with Sean Akel. And I feel like I'm on the broken record about this, but I'm so passionate because it's some of the stuff we've actually been going through from a people and performance perspective over the last 12 months. And he says that if we can harness those moments of joy while we're pursuing our purpose, mm. we will experience happiness. Mm. And I think as sales leaders often we go, if I hit my number, I will be happy. Actually, it's not that, is it? It's that if I hit my number, I will feel worthy. But it's about everything else that gets to that exactly point. Exactly right. Because the number is irrelevant if everything else is working in harmony. If the rhythm is right with mm. the right people and you're on track and everyone's moving in the right mm. direction. I love this accountability um, quote that I got out of, out of one of the bits of books that I read. As you know, I'm always dragging one around mm. for me. And it's if we love what we do in a place where we really love the people we're with mm. and we can use that with the people we serve, all the kudos and the recognition mm. and all that other stuff happens. Mm. How about I change tack quickly? Amanda, as a little girl of nine, mm. what did you envision your life would be like? What were you going to be? <laughs> I, I always wanted to be a travel writer. Really? Um, or there were three yeah. things, predominantly a travel writer, um, a sports commentator. Mm -hmm. and, I can uh, actually see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a professional jet ski rider. I don't know, you might remember the old stand-up yes, ones. I was, yeah, so I, I love all things sort of sport, um, so that's that, that attachment, and I love to travel. So how did you end up as a sales leader? I mean, that's a bit of a journey. We never expect, I don't think anyone in, in high school goes, Oh, I want to be a sales leader one day. No, I think no. that's true. Yeah, um, and particularly when we were going, you know, through, through, you know, our education mm -hmm. and, and and trying to work out what it was we wanted to do, but um, I don't think I've probably fallen too far from from the things that I'm passionate about in respect mm -hmm. to uh, people and communicating. Yes. I like to have variety. Um, you know, I like to talk to to people about business or get mm -hmm. to know people. Um, mm -hmm. You know. Not, not from a business perspective, but personally. So I think those areas have, have aided me to be successful exactly. uh, in this industry. And, you know, you're right, you don't sort of choose to go into these sorts of industries, but um, I, yeah, I, I don't think it was a surprise. Before I, before I started with news, I was always in different sales or media type roles. So okay. it was kind of like a stepping stone um, to news. And then I started with news at 20, 27. Really? So I'm in my 15th year now at News, and I'm proud of that. Um, we've gone through many transformations, and I know that uh, those experiences evaded me um, mm. greatly, particularly mm. over this last 12, 18 months. Yeah, I think over the last 12 months since I've been working with mm. you guys, and specifically with you, I have seen you grow so much. And the key to growth is often vulnerability. Vulnerability and Again, just coming back to that, I feel comfortable. Safe. And not too safe. No. <laughs> no one's ever no. safe. <laughs> um, but 
vulnerability has been a probably a word that I haven't, you know. Um, no, because when we think of vulnerability, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What if, if you're vulnerable, you're what? Oh, if you're failing you're or weak. you're weak or you need help. Yeah. But I think there's different forms of that. And it's okay to fail because in my eyes, I mean, you and I, again, high Ds, we, don't, we yeah. don't often fail. Actually, we never probably do. But we learn from areas that we may not have the answer. Well, <laughs> Who well, knew? And you know that the thing is, you do something and you think, that was awful. Mm. How did I do that? Or you have a bad month and mm. you go, what have I done wrong? Mm. And I often think in sales leadership, we beat ourselves senseless before anyone else can. Mm. We beat ourselves harder mm. because we're so results driven. True. And we always try and make it work. Yeah. But through that, I think we build this hard exterior shell around ourselves, mm. which means we don't feel as much as we should. Yeah. At times. I'm not saying, you know, mm. it's balance, mm. right? Okay, Amanda, let's get back to you. So if you, if I interview your mom and dad and mm. say, what's the quirkiest, funniest thing about Amanda that makes Amanda who she is, what would they say? I think anyone would say, even friends, um, including family, would say uh, that I love making people laugh. I like telling mm. stories. <laughs> I like to amplify things just to get a laugh. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I like a, a one-liner. So that's probably that's probably the, the biggest thing. Okay. All right, so let's talk team. If I had to ask your team to describe Amanda, what would they say? Mm. I know that they would say um, that they can absolutely um, trust the, the space that we have built together. Yeah. Um, they they trust and understand um, where I need to take things, mm. the business, mm. uh, them individually, us as mm. a team, mm. um, and they're on board with that. It might not always be um, pleasurable, mm. um, but that's okay because that also, in the right way, will stretch their capabilities. Um, I lead by example. Mm. Um, I can be fun to be around. Yes. Um, I'm dependable. Mm. Um, I'm there to, to listen. Yeah. And I hear them. Yes. Um, but I also do you challenge challenge them mm. and drive them to be better people. I like that. Yeah. And that trust comes back at that point too, in respect to. It's them then that takes on mm. that coaching piece or that advice. Mm. It's up to you if you want to take it or not. Yeah, it's the horse to water. Mm. Did I say that right? Mm. Mm. Amanda, today you've been courageous, strong, open, you know, shown your heart and really given, I think, some fantastic tips and ideas for people out there who are going through change, leading a team, organisational transformation. And I want to say thank you so much it's these moments that we give away so freely that can inspire other people in moments when they might feel, oh, this is too much. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Can I give you a big hug? Sure. I'm you. a hugger, right? <laughs> Come here. Oh, thank you so much. And yeah, we'll be chatting soon. Absolutely. No, thank without you for doubt. having me. It's a great pleasure.
So, we're going to play a game. I think it's a game. Some okay. people are terrified. Do not be terrified. Mm -hmm. I'm, I've got some flashcards. Okay. Pull a card and tell me what comes to mind when you think about this word. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be connected to a story. Okay. Not hard at all. Okay. You can do this. <laughs> it could be hard. Yes, I know, but that's okay. I believe in you. We'll give it Let's a go. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Courage. Talk to me about courage, Amanda. Courage is to have belief in yourself. Yes. To push yourself to into just into new areas. Mm. You know, personally, that could be um, to overcome challenges, to to experience more of great things. The courage to really um, step out of your comfort zone. Is that easy? Um, it can be easy. What can make it hard? Not believing in yourself. Okay, I like that. Let's do another one, shall okay. we? I'm going to mix this up because there's one I'd love you to draw, but that's me just being completely naughty. Let's go. Okay. Accountability. Oh, this is a word we use a lot in high performance, isn't it? We do. Tell me what comes to mind. Accountability is just complete ownership, um, whatever that situation is. You know, owning that situation, owning the moment. Accountability is a personal thing? Yeah, it can be, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it comes from within. Yeah. Um, you can you can try and coach and develop accountability, but I really do think it comes from within. It's a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. Can I add a thought? Please. Okay, so in high performance, often we say our culture is one of accountability, which is ownership in reality. But also, I need to make you accountable. Can I, do you think? Well, of course you can. How? Well, if there's that pathway to whatever we need to achieve, if you're not, you know, holding your own and being accountable, then that needs to be, it's a measurement. Okay, so there's consequence to not being accountable. But there has to be, has because to be. then that helps develop and grow. And to understand. Mm. So how about I say this, in true accountability in high performance, if we as leaders can elicit the desire from our people to own and to want to be accountable, to choose to step into mm. accountability for themselves, mm. the journey is easy. Or maybe easier. Easier. We've got one more. One more. Which one's You'll that? like this one. Which one is it? Vulnerability. Oh, I know, surprise. The universe is speaking to you, Amanda. <laughs> it is, it is. What, what comes to mind around vulnerability? Um, and I can talk to this. I know. Better than I used to. Mm -hmm. um, for me, this now is um, the essence of what's inside. Like it's that unique part. It's being able to open up um, mm -hmm. in any situation mm. and be open to people's feedback or seem open to allowing people to see you. you. Mm. Yeah. And you know, I love that. I was looking at um, vulnerability over the last two months just to add to this. And I was having looking at how shame disables our ability to be vulnerable. Mm. And we all suffer from shame, don't we? We do. Mm. And I don't even know if it's shame. Like, it's just... You know, I mean, we talk about that we're both high Ds. Um, 
So shame doesn't come into it, but it's just, yeah, I mean, you know, if you, it's just that exterior, isn't it really? Mm. It's getting past the shell. Yeah. Or do you remember when electric windows were just invented mm -hmm. and you didn't have to do the whole windy thing? I've got a story no, about not. that, <laughs> but anyway, it's about winding the window down, mm. but choosing to show people who you are. Mm. So they're by you, right? Mm. I like that. Just because I'm having fun, we'll do one more. Okay. You have three left. What do you have? Passion. Mm. I know you were worried about pulling the other one in here, but I like <laughs> What was passion. the other one? No. We, we might have to pull another card. No, we no, might no, go no, through no, the whole no. series. Let's do passion. What have we got? <laughs> passion. Passion is, you know, loving what you do. Mm. Um, and it, the story behind this too is, you know, I don't think that you can do the job that we do um, as a leader at news unless you really love the role mm. and you're passionate about it. True. Um, and so that passion is like a, it's a fulfillment. Yeah. It is about fulfillment because you actually love it. So you give away what you have, right? Mm. And then when you do it more and more, you love it more and more. Yeah. And you know, there's that challenge piece, which mm. is around fulfillment and exactly. driving that passion. I love that. Thank you. So if I had to say, in wrap up, if you could give anybody a bit of inspiration around stepping into leadership, leading through change, what are one or two things you could encourage people out there to consider mm. to take away with them mm. that you've learned? I think the two main things, um, would be to make sure that you're ready, to make sure that you have the skills and capabilities to really succeed in the role. Yes. Um, because it's not it's not going to be an easy journey. So you need to love what you do and be passionate about that. So having that um, yeah, having that capability and that belief in that is, is definitely key. Yes. And you know, to to be able to again understand what what the end goals are mm. for the team, for the business, mm. and and have variations in how you're going to get there, mm. um, because not every strategy that you implement is going to work. Mm. And things change, people leave, so on and then so they forth. sometimes have to get up really quickly. Yeah, mm -hmm. but having that, having the right people mm. in the roles, um, yeah, they're probably the main things for me. I love that. Amanda, today you've been courageous, strong, open, you know, shown your heart and really given, I think, some fantastic tips and ideas for people out there who are going through change, leading a team, organisational transformation. And I want to say thank you so much. It's these moments that we give away so freely that can inspire other people in moments when they might feel, oh, this is too much. So I appreciate it. Can I give you a big hug? Sure. I'm you. a hugger, right? Come here. Oh. Thank you so much. And yeah, we'll be chatting soon. Absolutely. No, without Thank you for doubt. Having me. It's a great pleasure.